Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chris Maloney back with you for another edition of CWN Weekly, episode number 13. Today is Friday, the 13th, uh, 2020. And all I can say, it's been one hell of a week. So uh, um, you'll notice that the uh, uh, the uh, graphics down below are in a kind of a light blue there uh, as well. You've seen me rocking the blue hat, the blue shirt. Uh, I will get to that too uh, at the very end of the show, but uh, usually you see the red of CWN. But uh, like I said, the end of the show, I will uh, I will kind of touch base on why it is blue. Uh, probably going uh, for blue uh, through the end of November at least. And uh, like I said, I will uh, I will leave it at that. But uh, it is Friday the thirteenth. Uh, Chris Maloney, like I said, London, Ontario, Canada here. Um, it's uh, cold outside. Looks like it was going to snow. Not sure if it is. I got the blinds closed behind me, so I'll have to take a look after the uh, the show is done. Uh, but uh, yeah, it is getting cold. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's back up to 12, 13 degrees. So it's uh, hit and miss weather. You know, everybody's going to get sick, uh, you know, colds, everything else. But uh, it's the nature of the beast, so to speak. So guys, as we start off every single week, anniversaries and birthdays. So uh, November the 13th through the 19th. So we got Sunil Singh, born in 1984, uh, 36 years old uh, today. Uh, he is uh, obviously of the uh, uh, the Singh brothers off of WWE, as well as the Bollywood boys out there for uh, ECCW. Uh, back in the day, uh, I didn't I didn't think he was that old, though. I didn't believe he was 36 years old. I had to double check that. But uh, happy birthday, Sunil Singh, as well. Uh, today, uh, rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. Uh, he passed away 38 years old back in uh, 2005. Uh, so I believe it's 15th. I, I believe it was 2005, 15th anniversary of the passing of Eddie Guerrero. Uh, like I said, 38 years old, uh, acute heart failure. Uh, you know, he, um, it was interesting with Eddie because of the fact that he had gone and cleaned up his life so much that he quit alcohol, quit all the drugs, uh, rekindled his marriage, obviously, with Vicky Guerrero, uh, you know, made a, a you know, a, a uh, a second shot at life, so to speak, and and just becoming that fun-loving character that you saw on TV. Uh, you know, uh, Rey Mysterio was very close to him. Chris Jericho was very close to him. Batista was very close to him. You know, he was just, he was somebody that if you went to the locker room and you saw Eddie Guerrero sitting there, uh, you know, basically you, uh, you you know, smile on your face. And he, he was a prankster too, you know, but, um, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the, the story was that he was uh, getting ready for pay-per-view in Minneapolis and uh, they end up finding him in his hotel room. Uh, you know, he's, uh, I guess, toothbrush in his hand and, you know, but uh, uh, he went out, even though he was 38 years old, he went out uh, being a good guy and and basically not being that guy that, you know, had been arrested and then basically had gone and, uh, uh, you know, had gone into the drugs and the alcohol and everything else. But uh, rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero there. Also rest in peace uh, to Alex Trebek. Uh, Trebek passed away this past Sunday, November 8th, and uh, at the age of 80 years old, uh, two-year battle with pancreatic cancer, and he uh, he was Canadian. Apparently, he, I think he was born in North Bay or Sudbury. I think it was Sudbury, and then uh, spent some time in Ottawa. I think he worked for CBC for 10 years, if, if I'm correct at that, but 80 years old, a long life. Uh, he apparently had done 35 more episodes of Jeopardy that we will see air. And uh, yeah, apparently he passed away last Sunday uh, with his friends and family by his side. But uh, yeah, I mean, tough Eddie, uh, Eddie, not Eddie, uh, Alex Trebek, you know, uh, passing away at 80 years old because he still seems so young, like he still seems so full of energy. 
And if you know anything about me personally, I'm an Ottawa Senators fan and him doing that draft pick, you know, was absolutely amazing as well. And then I didn't realize the tie-ins to the city of Ottawa and the CBC and everything else. But uh, anyways, guys, that is sad news as well. Eight years old, a long life, but, um, uh, you know, pancreatic cancer, he had to deal with at the very end there. So uh, uh, that sucks. And it's all sad at the same time. But uh, we'll get to the news of the week. So New Japan Power Struggle live results. Naito versus Evil. Uh, Bushi versus Jay White were the uh, main events over there. Excuse me, I'll just go through the, uh, some of the matches here. So Toriano defeated Zack Sabre Jr. via Kano to retain the uh, King of Pro Wrestling 2020 Championship. Never open weight championship match. Shingo Takagi uh, defeats Minoru Suzuki to uh, uh, claim the championship there. Minoru can't seem to hang on to a championship. I know he's up there in age, but I am a fan of Minoru Suzuki there. Uh, Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika Okada. Chris Jones. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say that once more. Kazuchika Okada. Uh, he butchered the name last night in the Scumbags of Wrestling as I was watching it there, but uh, uh, maybe he can listen to me. At, and uh, once more, Kazuchika Okada, Chris Jones, <laughs> uh, defeated Great Okan uh, via ref uh, referee stoppage. Um, then we all of a sudden we got the best of the Super Junior 27 lineups. I will go through that in a bit here because that is some major news. IWGP United States Championship right to challenge contract match. Kenta defeats uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi to retain the briefcase. Uh, so that was the first briefcase up on the, uh, uh, for grabs up on the line. Second one was IWGP heavyweight and IWGP. Uh, I can't wait till they split. I'm just going to say the double championship. So I'm not saying, you know, basically 10 words for uh, the same championship, so to speak. Anyways, uh, so the double championship briefcase was on the line, and then Jay White ends up beating Kota Ibushi to basically claim that there. Uh, so basically, uh, Jay White's going into championship match against uh, uh, Tatsu Naido, and I will get to that momentarily as well. And then basically, main event of the night, uh, IWGP heavyweight and, and Intercontinental double title match uh, was uh, Tatsu, uh, Tatsuya Naido. Uh, defeating Evil uh, to retain the title. So uh, uh, Naito comes out victorious on that one there. So pretty cool. Uh, Naito's still on top going into Wrestle Kingdom 15, of course. Uh, from there, like I said, card reveal for Best of the Super Juniors 27th. I'm just going to bring that up quickly here if I can find it. Uh, Super J card. Oh, nope, here we go. A lot of events coming up for New Japan for Wrestling, and they are starting this week, and I'll get to that uh, through the show as well. But uh, like I said, uh, cards revealed for Best of the Super Junior 27th. That was released on November the 7th. You can check that out, NewJapan1972.com, uh, uh, or you can check that out on cwnonline.ca, of course. So in the um, uh, the event itself, though, you got Taguchi, uh, Master Wado Show, Robbie Eagles, Hiromu, uh, Takahashi, Bushi, uh, Desperado, uh, Kanemoro, Duki, and Ishimori. I think Kanemoro is out, though, and I will get to that during the news here. And like I said, Taiji Ishimori is the uh, the final competitor there. So that goes all the way from this starting, uh, so, sorry, starting this coming Sunday all the way through, I think it's December the 12th or the 11th. I'll have to double-check the dates on that. But that coincides with the uh, World Tag Lead uh, 2020 as well. So first time they've ever done it, but it is uh, is something to uh, to see. And again, it's uh, if you're into the New Japan uh, style tournaments, this is for you. But it's going to be a huge month uh, leading into Christmas, obviously, for uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Super J card had been announced as well. The brackets have been revealed. Uh, so I will bring that up as well if I can find it. And yep, found it pretty quick here. 
So uh, I will get better at my organization skills. Um, so a surprise announcement of Super J Cup 2020 on December 12th has fans buzzing all week. Now the full card for one night tournament have been revealed. The event will see a huge return in tag team action in addition to the entire tournament with the following first round matchups. Now this is cool because the fact is you've got a lot of different talent from all across the world and different promotions as well. So um, Clark Connors taking on Chris Bay, like I said, uh, all over the world. So Chris Bay, obviously from Impact Wrestling there. Uh, you got uh, ACH and TJP going at it. TJP is part of Impact Wrestling as well. You've got, uh, where are we here? Uh, Ray Horace from ROH taking on Blake Christian. Uh, Leo Rush taking on El Fantasmo, who's Canadian. Uh, obviously biased there. I want to see him uh, win again. He won in 2019. Uh, Ren Narita in action as well. And uh, that looks like to be it from the uh, what I've got in front of me here. So anyway, Super J Cup, like I said, uh, December the 12th taking place. Um, from there, AEW Full Gear 2020 results. So, guys, I don't like to do things twice. So, um, anyways, uh, check out CWN Recap AEW Full Gear 2020, as well as the Prediction Show. They are on YouTube, as well as any audio as well. Facebook, I'm not sure. I think they're on Facebook as well, but Facebook has recently changed uh, uh, their style, so it's a little bit harder to find, but uh, I'm all about the YouTube, Twitch, as well as the audio. So like I said, you can check out the recap of Full Gear uh, there. Uh, the biggest things of the night, though, basically Darby Allen winning the uh, TNT Championship, the Young Bucks winning the Tag Team Championships there, and then basically Mox and uh, yeah, Eddie Kingston going at it, and that was a good fight there uh, in the main event for the, uh, the I Quit match. So uh, absolutely amazing. A lot of AEW news coming up as well this week so uh, we'll check that out uh aw announces revolution pay-per-view for february so that's taking place february the 20 something or either i've got it in front of me here i believe and nope i don't <laughs> so check that out they'll be on cwn online.ca but anyways guys that is the next pay-per-view for uh aew and uh, revolution pay-per-view taking place in february um it's Quite a few weeks until, obviously, a couple, couple well, quite a few months actually until the uh, the next event takes place. But I think Tony Khan had said there's one taking place uh, in next month, something to do with uh, some kind of beach title or something like that. Uh, so check that out. Uh, but uh, like I said, uh, more information cwnonline.ca. Uh, the Mortician, the story of Paul Bearer, uh, took place this past Sunday on WWE Network. Watch that; it was pretty cool because it talked about his uh, his start as Percy Pringle. Um, it was interesting to see him managing The Undertaker in The Undertaker's very first match ever, and not as The Undertaker, but I think they called him Big Red. And, uh, you know, it was uh, interesting because you had a, a blonde-haired, uh, skinnier version of uh, uh, Paul Bearer, so Percy Pringle. And then you had The Undertaker, you know, still the same guy, you know, as big as he was under a mask, though. So it was uh, interesting to see. Uh, but that was the mortician, the story of Paul Barrett, like last Sunday that played on the WB Network. So check that out. Uh, this Sunday, I think, is the Brothers of Destruction, which I'm looking forward to as well. So heavy weekend as far as wrestling goes, uh, just as far as pay-per-views, as well as uh, you know, just uh, shows in, in, in general that, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, happy 50th birthday to Chris Jericho, obviously, took place uh, on Sunday as well. And then Montreal Screw, uh, Screwjob, the 23rd anniversary of it was this past Sunday. Um, interesting that we still talk about it as if it happened yesterday, because uh, obviously, I mean, it's um, one big conspiracy of whether or not it was uh, a work or a shoot. And I mean, 
you think about this, and the biggest thing is old Bret Hart went back to the locker room and punched Vince McMahon. It's the wrestling business, though. I mean, stuff like that happens. You know what I mean? Um, but the fact is, when it comes down to it, it's a work or shoot. It doesn't matter. It's still 23 years later. We are still talking about it. Uh, so very interesting, you know, uh, concept, the, the conspiracy theories that go along with it. Uh, a lot of wrestling fans to this day still think it was a work, but a lot of wrestling fans to this day still think it was a shoot. I don't know. Um, it's to me, I think it's still a shoot. I think some of the stuff that happened was worked, but I think, uh, you know, the way it went down was a, a complete uh, a shoot. Um, but uh, it's, I don't know. It's uh, the more you kind of think about it, the more you can kind of flip and flip flop. So uh, I'll leave it at that. World Tag League 2020 entrants are set. And I believe I have this one up in front of me here. Yeah, I do. So I'm going to, I'm going to go through this here. So World Tag League 2020 entrance. So you've got Finn Juice, Juice Robinson, and David Finley. You've also got the Dangerous Techers, which are Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi, who are the current IWGP Tag Team Champions. Uh, you've also got the Gorillas of Destiny. I love these guys. Uh, I'm not sure about Tom Matonga without the beard, though. Kind of uh, uh, looks, uh, I don't know. He's, he's kind of a cross between like Roman Reigns and um, I can't think of, uh, I really, I, he looks familiar without the beard, but I can't really recognize who we, who we, who I can think of who he would look like. Anyways, there's a stumble of words, but uh, Tomatonga, Tonga Loa, Gorillas of Destiny in there as well. Uh, Hanare Ace, so it's Toa Hanare as well as Hiroshi Tanahashi in this. Uh, you've got Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and then you've got uh, Toru Yano, Tomohiro Ishii. And then uh, Sh uh, Shingo Takage, who's the uh, new open weight champion in Sonata. Uh, that'd be an interesting combo. And then you got Evil and uh, Yujiri Takahashi as a tag team as well. So that should be interesting. Oh, and I no, I missed a couple of teams, actually. Uh, Bad Luck Farley, Chase Owens from the Bullet Club. You've got uh, Great Okan and X. I'm not sure who X is. And that is it. So that starts up. Uh, I think they're going back-to-back -back dates. So I think you'll see night one of the Super Junior 27 taking place. And then the very next uh, event, you'll see World Tag League, and then they'll flip-flop all the way through through the uh, 19 nights, I believe it is. And uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, <laughs> all right, Sean, I'll, I'll give you some praise here. Sean Bates, biggest work of all time, referring to the uh, Montreal screw job there. Uh, I will have to agree to disagree. But uh, like I said, the more I think about it, the more I could see it going the other way there. Um, Tyson Kidd right now is a guest on the New Day Field of Power podcast that was released on the 9th. Davey Boy Smith Jr. Uh, taking on Fatu for the World Heavyweight Championship. Headlines MLW Fusion November 18th for the restart. So that is taking place on BN Sports as well. I think of DAZN Fubo Sports Network. And then they announced the YouTube as well. So they're moving the show from Saturday nights on YouTube over to Wednesday nights on YouTube. So you'll be able to catch that. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. Tyson Kidd doing podcasts and David Boy Smith Jr. fighting for world titles over there in uh, Major League Wrestling MLW. So uh, vote to determine the greatest match of The Undertaker's career right now is taking place uh, just over there on WWE.com. Uh, you can uh, go in, uh, on social media and vote for some of his uh, best matches. Just going to bring up the article quickly here. Uh, some of the matches in there and voting is already uh, taking place. It's already through the second round, but you've got Looks like Mankind versus Mankind of King of the Ring 98 is one of the matches. Kane at WrestleMania 14 is one of the matches uh, versus uh, HBK at WrestleMania 26. Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam 2015. You've got versus The Rock and uh, Kurt Angle 
which was Vengeance 2002, uh, matches against Edge, matches against uh, Batista, more matches against uh, HBK. Uh, Undertaker versus AJ Styles, WrestleMania 36, that theatric match. Uh, so a lot of different types of matches, but it's uh, what a career. I mean, all of a sudden you go back all the way through 2002 for one of the uh, matches I had mentioned there. Uh, but then all of a sudden you've got uh, 1997 in your house, Bad Blood, uh, him versus Shawn Michaels. So, yeah, definitely interesting uh, tournament as far as the Undertaker's matches go. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Like I said, WWE.com. And uh, it's interesting because... I've been in a kind of a nostalgic wrestling um, fix lately. So I end up watching, like I said, I watched the Paul Bearer thing last uh, last week. Uh, ended up listening to back-to-back episodes of Rowdy Roddy Piper on the Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin podcast. And, and uh, that, w- that was uh, interesting. I've watched uh, Survivor Series 1987 It's in its entirety in the past week. I think I mentioned that on last week's show. Uh, last night, I started watching Survivor Series 1990. Um, I think I got right up to, I think I got to the end of the Hogan match, but I didn't get into the uh, Tino, uh, Tito Santana Survivor Series match yet. 1990 was the one that they had the final Survivor match. So basically, anybody that had won had moved on to the finals. And I forgot with regards to, I think they called themselves the, the Visionaries, maybe. Um, but it was uh, Rick the Model Martel, Power and Glory, and the Warlord, and the whole team advanced. And so I'm kind of curious because it's been a while. Obviously, 1990s when, excuse me, The Undertaker debuted. But I'm kind of curious to, to see the, the 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 main event again because I know I think it was Hogan Warrior and Santana that end up surviving. Uh, but I, you know, to know that there was the the whole team of the Powers, almost said Powers of Pain, but the Power and Glory, the Warlord, as well as uh, Rick the Model Martel. Uh, there are four guys right there, and um, so I'm interested to see. So I'll probably catch up on it the, the, the rest of it tonight. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see there. Uh, report on the ninth Tony Chimmel let go from the WWE. Uh, looks like he was uh, one of the furloughs, uh, but uh, obviously all the names weren't released. But his uh, name just came out this week. So, um, you know, Tony uh, Chimmel was to me is always going to be the guy who announces Edge. Uh, you know, and his, his one of his best works was when Beth Phoenix got inducted to the WB Hall of Fame and Chimmel gets on the mic and he comes out and he announces <laughs> Edge and just the pop that the crowd gave him. And all of a sudden he's got tears in his eyes and Beth Phoenix has got tears in her eyes and just, you know, being uh, the greatest wife in the world, so to speak. And it was just a, it was a it was a cool moment. And Chimmel was part of that. So, um, you know, it's interesting because full gear. I don't know if I announced it on the recap show, but uh, Mike Kyoto was part of it. And the fact is, uh, I mean, Tony Chimmel is one of those guys, so much wrestling knowledge, huge in the business. And I can't see him sitting on the uh, sidelines for too long because there's a lot of companies out there that could uh, you know, use him, of course. Uh, Storming into the world of professional wrestling article on the 10th by the Bay.ca, I think it was. And it's not the Bay as in, you know, the retail store. It's uh, um, I'm going to bring this out. I'm going to make sure it's it's I know what no Bay today. So it's not the bay.ca, it's baytoday.ca, uh, but uh, Landstorm article. Uh, apparently, he was born in North Bay. I didn't realize that. And all of a sudden, he moved down to Cernia, and then uh, things took off from there. But uh, interesting article because it goes and talks about his uh, ECW run to his WCW run. Uh, the picture on the website there shows him. Uh, looks like New Blood rising for WCW, uh, winning possibly the U.S. Uh, championship. 
And then you got Bret Hart raising one of his arms and then Jacques Rougeau uh, raising the other arm. I think that was New Blood Rising took place in Toronto there, but uh, interesting to to see the uh, the three of them in the ring together. Three proud Canadians, of course. So yeah, check that out, the baytoday.ca. Or, of course, cwnonline.ca. You can find the article there as well. Uh, big news of the week as far as video games go was AEW. So AEW has launched AEW Games. And uh, they had a press conference, so to speak, uh, with regards to the, the video games. And um, it was more than I thought it was going to be. Um, I forgot all about it. And also I went to go tune in to, I think, AEW Dark. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, crap, you know? So I had to go uh, back and rewind it and watch it. But um, AEW's initial gaming offers uh, offerings feature highly anticipated console game and two mobile games. So, uh, you know, huge article on AEW, uh, uh, sorry, uh, AllEliteWrestling.com. Uh, as well as you go to AEW Games, as far as YouTube goes, you can check out the press conference. It had Britt Baker, um, uh, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, as well as Aubrey Edwards uh, doing it all up. Uh, but the big thing was they get a game that's coming out. It's going to be produced by Ukes. It's going to be kind of N64-ish as far as the No Mercy game that they had produced. Um, you know, it's they, they showed a clip of Kenny Omega uh, taking on Chris Jericho in the video. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, Hikaru Shida comes down. And then it's Ke uh, Kenny Omega getting his butt kicked by Hikaru Shida. Uh, the graphics, obviously, they're in alpha mode right now, so it's nowhere close to being finished. But the game looks like it's going to be fun. Uh, it is interesting to see another wrestling game actually out there other than WWE. And it kind of made me sad because all of a sudden I'm watching, and, and, and true story, it's a, uh, the geek in me, so to speak. But I'm watching AEW, well, not watching AEW, I'm watching WWE Survivor Series last night, 1990. And I was like, you know what, I want to go onto my Xbox and, and play Survivor Series. And it's like, wait a second, Battlegrounds came out this year, so I can't necessarily do that. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what kind of match concepts they have as far as uh, the AEW game goes. Um, obviously, Mimosa Mayhem match would be kind of cool. The uh, the uh, uh, Stadium Stampede match would be kind of cool as well. Uh, but uh, it'll be interesting. And, and they've got uh, intergender matches taking a place. Like I said, Hikaru Shida uh, taking on uh, uh, Kenny Omega in the, what the, they showed in the trailer there. And just the thoughts of like a Marco stunt going up against uh, somebody like Nyla Rose would be uh, uh, kind of funny to see there. Um, nope, Sean with some more comments uh, tonight. Uh, he says, going to watch that event tonight. I'm, I'm assuming he's referring to uh, Survivor Series 1990. And then he, uh, I missed this, but he goes, uh, the rated R superstar. And he did the superstar like Tony Chimble used to do. But uh, yes, guys, check that out. Uh, AEW Games on YouTube or AllEliteWrestling.com. Uh, from there, big news. And I'm not a big fan of this here. Rascals departing Impact Wrestling. Final match set for next week. Uh, Desmond Xavier is 32 years old. Trey Miguel is 26. And Zachary Wentz is 26 as well. And guys, the reason I bring this up is because of the fact I think it's a huge loss for AEW. Now, one of the things that I had heard was basically Meltzer uh, had announced that the contracts uh, that were offered to uh, the Rascals weren't the greatest. And so the Rascals were like, you know, hey, sorry, we're done and we're going to uh, take our business elsewhere. Uh, WB is apparently interested in, I think, um, Trey as well as Wentz. So the two 26-year-olds. Uh, not, uh, I haven't heard anything about Des, but uh, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting to know whether or not they do another three-man group in the WWE. Uh, you could easily see Wentz and Des become a tag team down there, especially down in NXT. No, excuse me, but the fact is, I think it's a huge loss for Impact Wrestling. 
I think of Impact Wrestling nowadays. I think of people like The North. I think of, you know, uh, talent like Chris Bay. I think of guys like The Rascals, uh, TJP. Um, you know, and uh, that's when I think Impact Wrestling, that's what I think of. I don't necessarily think of the uh, the Chris Sabins or, uh, you know, the uh, the Eric Youngs or the Eddie Edwards. I think of that young roster that they have. But um, obviously, two guys, 26 years old, as well as you add in Dez to the mix. And they want the payouts. They want, you know, it's a, a pretty standard to say every wrestler wants to go to WWE. They want that payout. They want that mainstream, uh, you know, WrestleMania moment, so to speak. That's, I mean, like I just said, I was watching Survivor Series in 1990 last night and ended up watching 87. It's an entirety. That's the WWE fan in me. You know what I mean? First show I ever went to was the WWE show down in New Haven, Connecticut. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's in you. It's the... Um, uh, and, and, you know, it's, I, I don't think much has changed Two 26 year old guys, all of a sudden WWE is knocking at the door, especially with the way the NXT is now, especially with the way the performance center is now, uh, they've managed to get through COVID-19, um, you know, scraping by barely, so to speak, but they are still putting on shows every single week. And, uh, I mean, it's, um, it's, to me, it's tough to see guys like Ricochet, uh, you know, being jobbed out on Monday night raw, so to speak. But maybe, you know, the, the rascals, so to speak, would have a better chance at uh, doing something successful. But um, like I said, huge loss to Impact Wrestling. Um, I thought it was a, a work. You know, they're all of a sudden getting evicted from the uh, treehouse. And uh, next thing you know, all of a sudden it's all over the Internet, uh, you know, post wrestling as well as Wrestling Observer uh, talking about it there. Uh, WDB thanks America's Armed Forces with 18, 18th annual WDB tri uh, tribute to the troops coming up December 6th on Fox. So look for that. Uh, Yoshinobi, uh, uh, Nobi, <laughs> Nobu Kanemaru to miss best of the Super Junior 27 series. Uh, you, uh, you, uh, I think it's you, uh, Uamara. I think I got that right. Enter. So, yeah, so you will not be seeing Kanemaru uh, take place or, sorry, uh, yeah, wrestle in the best of the Super Junior. So, that was uh, what I was talking about earlier on. Uh, Oli Wrestling sides, uh, Jade Cargill to women's division. Uh, that was kind of out of the blue. And it was interesting to watch Impact Impact AEW this week because of the fact that they had a different look, different feel, different graphics. They had an almost like an edge to them. And it was it was nice to see. And then when when she came out and cut that promo on Cody and then Brandy come out, it was it was nice. And all of a sudden she starts mentioning Shaq. Apparently Shaq wants to get his hands on Jericho. So he's uh, he's doing it through Cody Rhodes. But um it's interesting to see, like I said, they had an edge. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with uh, with this. Obviously, match coming up with Brandy. Uh, but this girl looks like she could destroy Brandy. So that, that'll be interesting there. Uh, speaking of Brandy, shot of Brandy this week. Episode number 40 uh, takes place. It's on YouTube right now. That was released on the 12th yesterday. Uh, special guest, the birthday boy, so to speak, Chris Jericho, is on Shot of Brandy uh, this week. Haven't seen that yet. Uh, big news for Canadian wrestling fans. Anybody who's a fan of Sportsnet 360, Carolyn Zwed. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that right. Zved. I think it's Zved. Carolyn Zved engaged. Uh, she announced on Instagram she's now living uh, potentially in Edmonton. I know she's got ties there. I think maybe that's where her, uh, her fiancé lives. But um, she hasn't been on the Aftermath streams lately. And when I say that, it's been Jimmy Corderas and Nug, as well as uh, Anthony Corelli and then uh, some new guy. And she hasn't been part of it, but she's been out there in Edmonton. She's been posting photos in this and that. And uh, all of a sudden, she uh, you know showed a photo with a, a ring on her finger now. So uh, congrats to her. Uh, she'll be missed if she's no longer part of Aftermath or Sportsnet 360. Uh, but obviously, they're in a, a different phase right now because of COVID. So 
uh, when all that settles down, it'll be interesting to see what happens with her or whether or not she lands a job out there in Alberta. So, but congrats to uh, Carolyn's Ved. I think that's how, like I say, how you pronounce it. Uh, New Year's Dash to hit Tokyo Dome City Hall January 6th. 6th. Uh, that was announced today. Interesting is I'm trying to picture a wrestling event happening at Nathan Phillips Square in Toronto or even here in London, Ontario at City Hall. It's like not happening, but uh, uh, Tokyo is completely different. So, yeah. Uh, so you'll have uh, basically two nights of Wrestle Kingdom 15 and then uh, New Year's Dash taking place the following night. So three big nights of action for New Japan. And right now I'm crying on the inside because I told my wife last year when I was watching New Japan, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14, I said, I want to go to Japan. And we, pl- you know, I started planning it out and looking into costs for airfare and, uh, you know, Airbnbs and, and transportation costs and food costs and everything else. And, you know, and all of a sudden it's like three nights. And I was like, oh, stupid COVID, you know, so... Um, anyways, uh, the wrestling fan inside of me has is is you know still crying because I don't get to go to Japan this year or sorry next year, but uh, uh, maybe 16. We'll have to wait and see. So, uh, Alex Zane signs WWE deal. Rascals update. I talked about that earlier with regards to um, uh, what the WWE how they're knocking at the door. So, and then finally, top W sorry top 10 WWE Survivor Series shows of all time. Uh, so I haven't posted it yet, but my list is completed. Uh, you will see that launch every single day from now all the way through November 22nd, uh, coinciding with the 2020 version of Survivor Series, 30 Years of the Undertaker, obviously. So uh, Survivor Series, my number 10 Survivor Series is this. And I want to bring it up here just because I want to be able to tell you guys the matches. So uh, Survivor Series 2005 is number 10 on my list. Took place November 27, 2005. Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, Michigan, consisted of six professional wrestling matches involving wrestlers from the Raw and SmackDown brands. And ironically enough, when you go and look at the poster from 2005, it is The Undertaker on there, just his uh, silhouette, and looks like he's uh, coming out of hell. Uh, But uh, when you look at the event itself, uh, main event was this. So you had Team SmackDown, Batista, Bobby Lashley, JBL, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio as a team, uh, taking on Team Raw, which is the big show, Carlito, Chris Masters, Kane, and Shawn Michaels. That right there, that's amazing itself. Uh, You also had like added matches like uh, Theodore Long defeating Eric Bischoff. But then when you look at some of the other matches, Booker T, Chris Benoit was a match. And that was the single, uh, sorry, their first in the best of seven series for the United States Championship. And and that was, uh, they they had done the same thing with Sheamus and Cesaro, who ended up coming a tag team known as The Bar. But Booker T, Chris Benoit was trying to replicate what they had done back in WCW. Uh, Trish Stratus fought Molina. Triple H fought Ric Flair in a last man standing match. And then John Cena uh, defeated Kurt Angle, uh, uh, retained the WB championship. But it was big names as far as its event went. And I think to me was the first time it was team smackdown team raw at a survivor series so anyways guys that is number 10 on my list there um no <laughs> i gotta post this from sean here um talking about carolyn's red uh millions of canadian bo- uh, fanboys just had their hearts broken he goes lol congrats carolyn so uh yeah it's uh huge i mean it's uh, the, uh you know very great personality as far as uh, who she is on air and uh, just, uh, you know, um, a pleasure to to watch. And Jimmy Corderas and Nug and, and Anthony Corelli have said nothing but great things about her. 
Uh, but yeah, congrats to uh, to Carolyn there. Um, but yeah, guys, like I said, Survivor Series 2005, number 10 on my list. And uh, I, like I said, I will be posting a new uh, Survivor Series every single day through November 22nd. Uh, so look for number 10 on the website uh, later on today and then number nine tomorrow and so on. And uh, you'll see my number one pick on November 22nd, coinciding with Survivor Series 2020. So look for that. Uh, raw highlights for this past week. Uh, Matt Riddle, sorry, Riddle defeats uh, Jeff Hardy and Elias uh, to get into the Survivor Series team there. Uh, Truth defeats Drew Gulak to win back the 24-7 championships. Uh, Ali actually wrestled and won. He defeated Ricochet. And then McIntyre in the New Day defeats Orton, Miz, and Morrison in the main event there. Uh, Dark highlights had uh, Chaos Project defeating TNT. And you wonder why I bring this up here. So Chaos Project, obviously, Dr. Luther as well as uh, Serpentico. Uh, Luther obviously is Canadian. Uh, they end up getting the win. But TNT is Terrence and Terrell Hughes. And if you guys don't know the name, that is uh, Devon's boys there. So Devon Dudley's boys. And the cool thing about this, obviously, you had Excalibur on commentary, but you also had Taz. And the ties that Taz has to Devon Dudley, uh, he was given little kind of insights and, and, and this and that on TNT. And, you know, and uh, it was kind of cool to see Devon's twin boys wrestle for the very first time, though, whether or not they stay in AEW or get picked up someplace else. I don't know. But uh, I mean, to me, just being uh, seeing Devon's boys wrestle on TV was kind of cool. And it's like Brian Pillman Jr. It's like, you know, you don't even have to see the guy wrestle at all. The name, the, the moment you see uh, the name Pillman, it's like automatically as a wrestling fan, you're kind of drawn to it. So the same thing with the Terrence and Terrell. So congrats on getting the exposure. They end up taking the loss, but uh, I saw huge things for these guys uh, down the road. Uh, Impact highlights, uh, Havoc and Nevaeh defeats uh, Tennille Dashwood, Madison Rain. So Madison Rain's comeback didn't last too long. Uh, Rohit Raju uh, defeats TJP to retain. So uh, TJP can no longer get any kind of... uh, um, Almost no, yeah, it's X Division. I almost said Cruiserweight, but X Division Championship matches as long as uh, Rohit is still champ. Like I said, Rascal's got a vis- uh, victor from the Treehouse, and then uh, Anderson uh, defeats Alexander. So Carl Anderson defeats Alexander by DQ. ROH highlights: Brody King defeats Dalton Cask- uh, Castle. So you get the uh, uh, Brody King is becoming uh, a big name as far as getting the singles push goes. You got Leon Ruff. Uh, defeating Johnny Gargano for NXT, becoming the new NXT North American champion. Haven't seen it yet, but I'll end up watching it tonight at 7 o'clock on Sportsnet 360 here. Uh, Candice LeRae defeats uh, 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 Storm, Tony Storm. Indy Hartwell's revealed finally, and Lorcan and Birch defeat Brizangle to retain in the main event there. AEW highlights, obviously, like I said earlier on, Jade Cargill. Uh, Natural Nightmares defeats Butcher and the Blade in a bunkhouse match that was announced on AEW Full Gear 2020. Uh, MJF Wardlow uh, joined the Inner Circle. Sean Spears defeats Scorpio Sky. Panta defeats Phoenix in an amazing match where they both ha- almost had their, their masks ripped off. And then, um, where am I missing? Oh, and the, the big thing about that was Eddie Kingston was on commentary. He gets in the ring. He basically bashes Phoenix, says, Penta, hey, you know, you don't need this guy. And then Pac makes his return, and Pac's wrestling next week uh, on uh, AEW uh, Dynamite there. So uh, Pac has finally returned. We go from the promo, which is absolutely amazing, now to him being back in North America. So uh, I'm excited to uh, to see this. And then Mox was announced to be defending the uh, – uh, almost at impact AEW world championship against Kenny Omega, December 2nd on dynamite. So uh, Kenny Omega is going to get his, uh, his uh, championship uh, opportunity there. I don't know if I, that's going to be tough. I might do a prediction uh, show on that if they announce enough matches, but um, it'd be interesting to see if they put the title on Omega uh, before the end of the year. 
But um, who knows? Uh, NXT UK highlights. Uh, Rampage Brown made his debut, defeating Jack Stars. And then Trent Seven defeats Dave Massive to advance to the Heritage Cup Tournament Final. Um, so, yeah. So, I believe that is next week. i got to double-check the date. But NXT UK, uh, the tournament coming to a close over there. Uh, ratings for the week. Raw at 1,690,000. 0.53 in the 18 to 49 demo. Fourth on the night for Cable. Canada, they had 261,500 viewers. 111,600 were in the 25 to 54 demo. Uh, second for the night in sports programming, right behind Monday Night Football, obviously. AEW, um, 764.30 uh, in the 18 to 49 demo. Seven, no, excuse me. 17th for the night on cable. And then Canada, they aired on TSN2 and TSN5. Combined viewership, 101,000 uh, viewers. So about one-seventh of what they're getting down there in the States as far as TSN goes. And then NXT, 632 for the night, 0.16 rating in the 18 to 49 demo. And then <laughs> 56th for the night on cable. They just, they can't seem to get um, any kind of momentum going on there as far as the U.S. goes. And the, th the thing is, they're being stubborn because they will not switch nights. And to me, as a wrestling fan, it's like, you know, why are you making fans choose? Obviously, it wouldn't matter here in Canada, or would it? If they switched to Tuesday nights, would we get to see, um, you know, uh, NXT happen live here in Canada? You know, because I was, I'll tell you this, I was upset when they took it off of WWE Network. I was upset because now all of a sudden I have to wait until Friday nights to get a condensed version of uh, NXT. So it is what it is, but, um, you know, it's... Uh, sucks all at the same time as a wrestling fan because you know it's uh, unless i do a dual screen where i watch AEW and then uh you know find a feed for nxt um you know but sometimes it's uh, nx uh, sorry sometimes AEW is just too good to be even can be conservative with uh, nxt and the thing about nxt as well if it was on yes i'd be watching two screens but the fact is, a lot of times they don't announce a lot of matches. They'll announce like maybe one or two, and all of a sudden they'll get to the show, and then five minutes before the show airs, it's like, boom, here's like three other matches taking place. So it is what it is. Uh, and, and speaking of that, SmackDown preview, just look at WWE.com, nothing posted as of yet. And yet they've got 205 Live previews. So 205th episode of 205 Live taking place. Must see Fatal 5-Way match. Kurt Stallion taking on August Gray, taking on Ashanti the Adonis, taking on Tony Nese, taking on Ari Davari. So they've got, uh, like I said, 205 announced, but nothing for SmackDown, uh, which means they're probably still writing the show. Um, New Japan Strong preview for tonight. Main event, Tomatonga versus PJ Black. And then underground preview for tomorrow for MLW, CM Punk, Michael Shane, uh, taking on Raven and Norman Smiley, <laughs> big wiggle over there. And then Sabu uh, and Mikey Whipwreck. So uh, MLW underground, this might be the final one because they are coming back uh, next Wednesday. So check that out if you get a chance on Saturday, if, if you're not looking for anything else to do. Uh, this weekend, Talk and Shop of Mania 2 taking place tonight. That is Rise of the Torture, uh, 10 p.m. on Fight. We've got Impact Wrestling Turning Point 2020 taking place tomorrow, 8 p.m. on Impact Plus. And then World Tag League 2020 Best of the Super Juniors uh, 27 Night 1 taking place this coming Sunday uh, on New Japan World at 4 a.m. Eastern. 14-hour time difference between anybody in Eastern uh, Standard Time as far as Canada goes and uh, Japan. But... Uh, New Japan World, if you have it, you can always go back and check out the replay over there. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I always, when I'm doing my notes, 
I go and I get the sets uh, stuff set up and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do full previews on it. And then by the time I look at the, the, the clock and see, you know, how many minutes I've been into the show, I'm like, oh, <laughs> and because it's still a lot of talk, uh, a lot more stuff I want to talk about. But um, anyways, uh, you know, I, and it, anyways, it is what it is. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, MMA, uh, Bellator 252, Pitbull versus Carrell uh, took place yesterday. Uh, one championship inside the Matrix 3. Uh, took place earlier this morning. That is up on YouTube. You can find the full video on cwnonline.ca uh, sometime later today. And then tomorrow, UFC Fight Night, Mark Hachev, hope I pronounced that right, uh, taking on Dos Anjos. Uh, that is tomorrow. That is for free. So the main card taking place, 7 o'clock p.m. TSN 5, prelims 4 o'clock tomorrow, TSN 5 as well. Main event has Paul Felder taking on Rafael Dos Anjos. And that is, like I said, UFC for free taking place. Uh, tomorrow on TSN 5. And guys, this is the spot where I like to take a break and uh, have some water. And um, I don't know if I leave the graphic. No, I think I, I think that's the only stuff I shut down is what I just did on the screen. Anybody listening on audio, you probably have no, under, <laughs> no understanding what I'm saying, but uh, just the graphics on the screen if you're watching on video here. But I'm going to go and find the promo. And normally I do a back-to-back -back promo with uh, Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling as well as Ryan Knight of the Knights of the Squared Circle. But it's been, like I said, at the start of the show, one heck of a week. So I haven't had time to uh, loop the two videos together. So I only have the one. But guys, sit back and listen to this. It's the newest uh, video uh, from the Scumbags of Wrestling and Sean Bates uh, for the great Christmas deal uh, that you can get through uh, Scumbags here. So check it out. Hey wrestling fans, it's Sean from the Scumbags of Wrestling. It might not look like Christmas right now, but it is around the corner. And you won't want to miss out on this amazing deal. It's part of Sick Kids Hospital on behalf of Steven's Wrestling Journey. Right now, if you contact me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com, you'll get this amazing t-shirt designed by Nigel Lewis for just $30. And because it's Christmas, I'm going to throw in this stocking stuffer of a poster, 11 by 17 for free. Now you can still get this poster for $15, but you can get the whole combo for $30 right now until December 15th. So contact me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com and support Kids Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto on Steven's Wrestling Journey. So guys, the uh, the music itself <laughs> definitely makes you want to be festive. And uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Scumbags of Wrestling. Uh, scumbags.ca. I think his uh, his website still works there. But he's all about the email. So Scumbags of Wrestling at gmail.com as well as, like I said, uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Scumbags of Wrestling. You can also go to CWN.ca. CWN. I wish it was CWN.ca. Uh, CWNonline.ca. And then you'll see uh, Sean's uh, logo there. So just click on the logo. It'll take you directly to the group. Um, oh, Sean says, <laughs> doing my best, Don, Witch Pit, Don, Wit Don West Pitch. It's hard to say. Don't try to say it too, too fast. Don West Pitch, uh, obviously TNA uh, Impact Wrestling there. So, yeah, guys, this is where we usually do uh, Canadian Independent Wrestling. So hashtag we are CIW. But I tell you this, there is a lot going on. Uh, in the world and a lot going on as far as Canada goes. Uh, so province of Manitoba uh, pretty much shut down right now. So nothing to announce as far as uh, CWE, Canadian uh, Wrestling's Elite. 
um, because of the this uh, you know, lockdown, so to speak. They are in, I think, it's code red is what they called it. Yeah, so Manitoba, uh, Manitoba enters code red uh, COVID-19 restrictions. So they're trying to get the numbers down again. Uh, so the premier has stepped in in Manitoba and said for at least the next 28 days starting yesterday, uh, they're in almost full lockdown mode over there. So no, no shows taking place. Um, Alberta restricts uh, recreational sports bark hours to contain COVID-19 surge. Uh, that was announced yesterday as well. So Alberta being hit as well. Justin Trudeau right now uh, stating that basically, um, you know, the premiers, so to speak, need to step up and step in and uh, do the right thing. Uh, he's not going to hold their hand, so to speak, but he wants them to basically do what they need to. And so Manitoba has done what they need to. Alberta is doing what they need to. Uh, so usually I talk about RCW, the Friday night fights and uh, RCW Saturday night fights. Not sure if they're taking place. Um, one show is supposed to be taking place today. Uh, the next show for Saturday night fights was supposed to be taking place uh, November the 21st. So guys, um, check out Twitter, check out Facebook. I uh, saw nothing new posted, but um, uh, I can't see them being able to go forward with these events here. And then the only other event I've seen was uh, UCW Presents Top of the Class, November 28th in Halifax, Nova Scotia. So that is um, still taking place as far as I know. I haven't heard it as far as anything happening in the Maritimes, but uh, definitely check out the websites, Facebook, as well as Twitter to make sure that the events are still happening. But like I said, I can't see the RCW events happening at all anymore. I know CWE is uh, 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 on hiatus and uh, UCW, like I said, November 28th, uh, check out their Facebook group uh, just to be sure. Um, from there, Stephen's Wrestling Journey. Uh, big uh, fan of his, Stephen Spice, uh, everything he does online. Uh, he's got uh, a new Stevens 3 with Chris Van Vliet. And, and then he goes and says, he interviewed my hero, John Cena. And that was released on the 10th. So you can check that out on YouTube. Uh, he's also part of the Canadian independent wrestling group I have on uh, Facebook there. Uh, his mom is Crystal Spice. So if you see anything by Crystal Spice, that's his mom. So she'll usually post uh, his videos and stuff like that. Uh, new subscriber. I think we are up to 371 the last time I checked. I'm just going to quickly check that out because I started to get excited because I keep talking about the uh, push to 400. And then next thing you know, it's like we're pretty close. And I, we're actually even more than that. Where are we now? 376. So 376 for the um, Canadian Independent Wrestling Group. So uh, guys, if you go to CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca, that will immediately for you, forward you to the group. It'd be forwarded to the group. Uh, add yourself to the group. Uh, it's basically a spot for you uh, to promote your gimmick, uh, any kind of shows you've got coming up, anything that you do as far as YouTube goes, podcasts, uh, fantasy warfare tournaments, uh, anything like that. I mean, feel free to, to post whatever you want. Um, you know, it's it's a group for Canadian wrestling fans, uh, Canadian independent wrestling fans, Canadian independent wrestling talent, promoters. Uh, you know, as long as you're courteous and, and Canadian on there, it's the, it's the main thing. So, um, oh, yeah, I forgot all about Yeah, so Sean's mentioned two things here, and I'll, I'll post those. So Hybrid Championship Wrestling has a deal with Prime Video for 12 shows. Uh, they are out of Hamilton, I believe. And the, the, uh, the news came out this week. So, yeah, congratulations to them. Uh, I got Amazon Prime, so I'll be looking forward to uh, watching them. Uh, as well as this was announced. I think I mentioned this on the show before, but Go Hard Pro, December 24th. Free show on uh, Christmas Eve uh, taking place um, on YouTube, I believe. 
And sorry, I'm, I'm multitasking right now. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to bring up Twitter because I sent Go Hard Pro a message yesterday um, with regards to uh, their YouTube. And actually, I'm going to, yeah, so they did look like they were, nope, no official YouTube channel yet is what they said. Uh, so as far as Go Hard Pro goes, yes, they will have a video for free on Christmas Eve. Uh, with their their whole uh, Christmas show, uh, but uh, I just got word back at like as I'm doing this podcast right now that there is no YouTube uh, channel yet. Uh, so look for that. And once it's uh, up, uh, you'll see the videos being posted. And you know what? I'm going to do that because I'm going to go into some some talk right now on something that's uh, near and dear to me. So where are we here? This and this. Yes, Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN, and it's also uh, screen sharing time. So. <laughs> I'm going to, let me see, what am I going to bring up first? I'm going to bring up YouTube first because I was on that subject. That's what kind of triggered my mind to do the whole screen share thing. So I'm going to do um, this, this, and I'll get rid of my face there. Yeah, hey, that's better. I'll also get rid of these for the time being too. So guys, if you go to CWN uh, on uh, tw- Twitter, uh, YouTube, so it's just basically uh, youtube.com. Uh, forward slash CWN online. Uh, that is the page right there. So you can see, obviously, Roddy Roddy Piper, a huge fan of his, uh, grown up as a kid and still to today. Uh, you know, you can see his uh, his face at the very top there. But when you go through this, you can see I've sectioned everything off. So episode 13 taking place live right now. Uh, this section here for Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. So the two promo videos that I've done, Sean's will be added as well. Uh, just uh, just a matter of time. It's just been busy, busy. Uh, so from there, and then you go to CWN Weekly, so you can find all 13 shows that we have done as far as CWN Weekly goes. CWN Recap right here. Uh, CWN Predicts, so the prediction shows I've done. Uh, any of the Fantasy Warfare tournaments that I've done, so you see CWN Online there, as well as uh, Sean's uh, support for Steven and Steven's Wrestling Journey. Uh, all 29 episodes of TNT Thursday Night Throwdown that we have done. Uh, fantasy warfare tournaments so all the original ones that we have done so if you click over there is wow <laughs> me without the beard and then sean and then steven of course and then uh so uh i don't know if i ever want to shave the beard again uh all the way through to we are ciw which is all the anything related to canadian independent wrestling uh so you see steven's three there he had interviewed eric rowan uh recently as well uh, Ethan Page does uh, stuff on a weekly basis. 365 Pro Wrestling does stuff on a weekly basis. Uh, Scumbags of Wrestling, uh, they did a show last night. There's Sean and Jones. And then uh, Border Town Pro Wrestling, obviously, as well. And the Canuck Crowd is basically anything that uh, contains Canadians. And I've gone through this before, but it's just uh, I'm just going through it once more. Uh, Edge's uh, Return at Royal Rumble, 21 million views, followed by uh, Edge versus John Cena versus Big Show. So Edge is pretty big as far as uh, YouTube goes. And then even here, he was at that show, WrestleMania 6. So, and then you got Jericho and Rowdy Roddy Piper. And then very last is the wrestling theme song. So anything that's got to do Canadian based. So you see Jericho's WWE theme song, 2 million views. Jericho's AEW theme song, 43 million views. So like, holy crap, that's absolutely insane. But guys, as I was talking about before, right here, Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. <laughs> Sean's saying uh, shave the beard. Forget about that, man. Um, but he also says CPWHOF. Uh, woohoo, vote now. And yes, I totally agree with that. So I'm going to bring up the website quickly here and I'll go back to uh, a screen share. Um, basically, I want to be able to show you how easy it is to vote. And it's a big deal to us because it's the very first time 
that we have ever gone and done this. And, uh, you know, it was, it's always one of those things where all of a sudden it's like kind of probably usually late at night. And, uh, you know, I basically get an idea in my head and and Sean's kind of like, why is this idiot messaging me at like midnight, you know, and if he's up, he'll respond. But if not, uh, he'll respond the next day. But um, this is the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame website. And again, it's just one of those uh, late night ideas I had. I was like, you know what? We've been doing the website coming up in uh, 2021 for 12 years. And, you know, January 18th, uh, 2021 would be the... um, uh, 12th year anniversary of the website for CWN. Uh, myself, uh, Sean Bates, uh, Ed Simon were all the original uh, uh, crewmates, so to speak, uh, that uh, did the website. And then all of a sudden, the idea of the website has existed now for 12 years coming up in January. So how do we take it one step further? And I was like, well, why don't we do a Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by the website? And Sean was on board with that. And uh, so was uh, my wife, Christine, who's a contributor to the website. And this is the website right here. So 2021 class voting about staff contact CWN online will take you back to the CWN website. Um, you know, you've got the big logo there, which uh, if you click, it takes you back to the homepage. Um, you've got news taking place on the left-hand side, social media accounts taking place on the right-hand side, and you subscribe to e- by email if you want to, to get notifications when anything new is posted to the website. So there's uh, myself uh, here, Christine, Sean. No, oh, excuse me. And uh, this is the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame website. Sean does great on his Scumbags of Wrestling uh, podcast with regards to putting out the news with regards to the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. But like I said, I want to show you guys how easy it is to vote. So you get a 2021 class, and then you scroll down, and then you've got your categories here. So legend category, uh, you've got male wrestler category, female category, tag team category, sharpshooter, siren, MMA, honor, as well as category number nine to be announced on Monday, January 18th, 2021. So that is going to remain a secret until the live show that we do on the 18th. Honor category dedicated to Canadian wrestling journalist, manager, promoter, referee, trainer that excelled in the business. Uh, MMA, uh, you know, siren dedicated to a female Canadian independent wrestler with the potential to excel in the business. Same thing with the sharpshooter being a male wrestler. Uh, tag team female male wrestler and then the legend category and we want that to stand out uh, just a little bit more than the rest so dedicated to a canadian pro wrestler that competed prior to 1980 and excelled in the business so guys that is basically right there how to vote and then right below you see vote now vote now vote now it's just that easy to vote for the canadian pro wrestling hall of fame um I won't go into the vote itself because uh, I don't want to have any kind of bias as far as showing people the results. But um, uh, it is one of those things that you need a Facebook account to be able to vote. And once you vote it, then you can see the results. But um, uh, until then, you can't uh, necessarily see the results until you vote it yourself. So uh, just keep that in mind. But that is, like I said, the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame website there. And uh, it uh, was a work in progress and it was a lot of back and forth as far as messages and emails and this and that go. And uh uh, you know, the ninth category, which was kind of cool because it was uh, uh, presented to me by uh, my wife uh, who had mentioned it. And then Sean was on board with it. And of course, I was on board with it. And uh, it'll be a, a pretty big deal on January 18th of next year uh, when we announced who it's uh, who it's for, who it involves. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, uh, Sean and I were just uh, on board immediately. And, and uh, thank you very much to Christine for bringing up the the concept of the idea. Uh, there. So that is the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. Like I said, uh, cpwhof.ca is the official uh, uh, website itself. Then you've got the social media link scrolling across the bottom there. And then basically email is uh, simply uh, cpwhof uh, at uh, cwnonline.ca. So that is that. Um, 
what do we got left here? So next couple shows I do will be uh, CWM Weekly, episode number 14th, uh, episode number 14th, <laughs> episode 14, November 20th, so live uh, next Friday. I don't know if I'll be doing it at 3 p.m. or 7 p.m., but it'll definitely be live. So look for that. Uh, that's episode number 14th, November 20th at uh, 7 or 3 p.m. live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Next weekend, Survivor Series weekend. You'll, so you'll see two shows, CWN Predicts, uh, WB Survivor Series 2020. That'll be November 22nd at 3 p.m. If it's not live, it will premiere at 3 p.m. But uh, like I said, it'll be next Saturday, November 22nd. Sorry, next Sunday, November 22nd at 3 p.m. And that's either uh, live or premiere on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Twitch. And then uh, CWN Recap. Uh, taking place in the Survivor Series 2020, November 22nd, 11 p.m. ish, and then live on YouTube, Twitch, as well as YouTube, uh, Facebook. And basically, uh, like that'll be as soon as the show goes off the air within 20 or 30 uh, minutes, usually. Um, best way to get in touch with the show is right there. So, guys, feedback at cwnonline.ca. Uh, uh, so there's the best way to get in touch with the show there. Uh, you can also hit me up on social media. So Chris at cwnonline.ca is my email address or Chris Maloney CWN on Twitter or, or Instagram. So uh, the toughest part of this show uh, coming up right now for me is this here. So like I said, guys, I've announced um, early in the show with regards to the banners and uh, being blue. And uh, World Diabetes Day uh, takes place uh, tomorrow. Um, hashtag end diabetes is the official hashtag for it. Uh, Saturday, November the 14th, 2020 is the date. Uh, so like I said, I'm rocking the, the blue hat, uh, the blue shirt, uh, the blue banners. And um, anyways, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. It's, um, it's been a tough week. And, you know, I talk wrestling and mixed martial arts on the show here, and I've been doing it uh, now for 13 episodes. And, um, uh, you know, it's uh, it, interesting because I'll, I'll always talk about people's birthdays and and uh, anniversaries and, um, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, if anybody, um, you know, is in need of help, so to speak. I will, uh, I will go through, I will talk about their, um, uh, you know, their, their GoFundMes, or I will talk about uh, how, how you can reach them and how you can uh, uh, help them out and uh, get in touch with them and, and, and this and that. So um, it's, uh, like I said, it's been a tough week. And uh, two days ago, uh, November the 11th, uh, my cousin, uh, 18 years old, uh, passed away uh, unexpectedly. Uh, 18 years old, um, type 1 diabetes, and uh, his blood sugar was tremendously high. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they couldn't do anything for him. Uh, he ended up going into a diabetic coma and uh, ended up passing away the age of 18. And, um, you know, it's my mom um, set up a, a GoFundMe for him. And uh, right now they've uh, raised over $15,000 in two days uh, for my family. Uh, his mom, his dad, his sister, uh, they're in New Brunswick. So um, instead of crying on the air, 
Uh, I just wanted to uh, bring that up and say, you know, I'll miss you. And I love you. And uh, yeah, Jonathan, until we meet again.